If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. BitcoinProsperityPodcast.com Welcome to the Bitcoin Prosperity Podcast with your host Gordon, that's me, and Ferris from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our full disclaimer. Visit BitcoinProsperityPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. For anyone listening, this episode is visually intensive, so visit our YouTube channel, coincompass.com slash YouTube to follow along. We use TradingView for all our charts, and you can sign up for a free account at coincompass.com slash TradingView. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Prosperity Podcast. Um, this is just Ferris with you today as we're looking just at a few charts. Um, it is Saturday, the 2nd of May at 5.20 p.m. UTC time. So there's really three charts I'm just looking at today. Um, it's been an erratic week in markets again. Um, volatility is one thing. You'll want volatility. But erratic price movements like what we've seen just basically tells you to stay away. Um, I normally don't start with Bitcoin, but let's start with Bitcoin. So we did see that um, in our last video, we had Bitcoin's point of resistance was around 9,300. It was going to, um, we had it hitting this downward trend line, which it did. As you can see, it hit it right away and then completely um, reversed at about 9,400 on Bitstamp. And... My concern is that it got there too quickly. Um, in that last video um, we posted um, on markets, I was kind of, I knew it would get there. I didn't know. I was expecting it to get to that 9,300 level before um, the S&P and NASDAQ potentially hit those gaps um, that they're um, chasing. And uh, I'll talk about that again later in case you missed our first video. Um, but yeah, so with Bitcoin, it got there really fast. I mean, we had one day, which was on um, 29th of April, where we went from 7,700 um, all the way to 9,000. So really, really big rally. Um, yeah, that downward trend line is to me the point of resistance. If we break and close above that, I want to say on a monthly basis, then, yep, I'd say the bottom is in and we're moving higher. Um, being Looking at Twitter, my concern was when people are going, yeah, Bitcoin's going to the moon. This is the beginning of a whole new bull run. When you see the narrative like that, that's when you start to get concerned because bottoms don't happen when everyone's in consensus. Bottoms don't happen on euphoria. Bottoms happen when... You know, you see headlines, people going, I hate Bitcoin. I wish I never got in. You know, headlines, Bitcoin is dead. That's when a bottom happens. Just like when the top of a market is exuberance. Um, the bottom of a market is complete capitulation. And we haven't seen complete capitulation yet. And even though us at Coin Compass here, we are long-term advocates of Bitcoin. Um, the fundamentals for Bitcoin, and when I say fundamentals, I'm not referring about the network, um, which are strong. I'm actually referring about the macroeconomic and geopolitical backdrop for Bitcoin, the climate we're currently under. This Bitcoin is exactly what you need, a decentralized solution to what you know G8 countries are doing, which is 
putting the people into an endless cycle of debt. Bitcoin is a perfect alternative for this. I mean, we saw recently what happened in um, Lebanon, where people are basically burning banks. Um, so, yeah, the backdrop for Bitcoin is amazing. But it doesn't matter what we think because the market, and the market is reflected in the chart, is saying that, no, we are selling into these rallies and we're seeing stronger volume into these rallies. And that's a bit of a concern when the big volume days ends up with the price going down. So, yeah, potentially we could see Bitcoin heading back down to around that $4,000 mark. That seems to be holding pretty strong and we have um, not as solid or um, not as convincing a trend line, up, upward trend line there, but it is hitting there. We can see a couple points here where it's hit that upward trend line. So that's where Bitcoin is. We're stuck between these two trend lines, the downward one, which um, is now at around 9,400. Um, and because it's heading down, um, if we yeah, it's, it comes up to retest it, it could be at a lower price. Break and close, and that's an important distinction. It needs to close above that. And for me, on a monthly basis, for me to be convinced that, yep, we are heading back to revisit those all-time highs. But until then, that is a strong point of resistance, and there's still volume based on selling. That's where we are with Bitcoin. Do you want to learn how to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins? Coincompass.com is running a free two-hour webinar on Sunday, 31st of May. To register and for more details, visit coincompass.com forward slash webinar. Um, the other one I want to look at is the NASDAQ futures. Um, so, yeah, again, <laughs> we are looking at a situation where we're heading to potentially one of the worst recessions we've seen in 100 years. Um, people are locked indoors. Um, the unemployment rate is skyrocketing. Um, it's just bad news everywhere you look. But you look at the stock market and the NASDAQ just bounced. I mean, not bounced, but did a reverse bungee jump off of this trend line which has been in place since 2016, uh, just below 6,800. And we're now, and we hit you know over 9,000. So to me, it makes no sense. But again, doesn't matter what I believe. Doesn't matter what all the smart people are telling you because it is the charts that you need to look at. The chart is the market and the market is people. And to me, the only thing of interest in this chart is this open gap way up here at about 9,400. So I... I am guessing that we are chasing this open gap. I would expect we hit that gap and we roll over again and we test that lower trend line. Um, who knows if it'll hold again? That's my expectation. But you know what they say, how do you make the gods laugh? Tell them your plans. So yeah, my plan would be go long into this gap, then reverse and short at the gap. That's obviously not advice. I'm not a financial advisor here, but just looking at the charts, that's to me how I expect this to play out. But again, these are markets, and the markets are made to prove you wrong time and time again. So the other one I want to look at is VIX. And I had in our last video, 36 was, I believe, the key level to the VIX. If we broke below that, I think we're revisiting this open gap in the VIX, this open gap between 1880 and 2170. So I think the VIX is chasing that gap as well. And we have had four weeks of lower lows. Correct me, 
um, five weeks, yeah, no, four weeks of lower lows on the VIX. And even though we didn't b close below 36 um, last week, we still had a much lower low. So it, it broke below 30. So I know a lot of people, um, people who you know, know much more about markets than I ever will, are basically saying that, yeah, we're expecting that was a really bad end of the week on Friday um, when the market gapped down. Um, but if you scroll out to a weekly chart on the um, NASDAQ, it, we still had higher highs and higher lows. So don't focus so much on the color of the candle. We had higher highs and higher lows, and that is an ugly, really high tail wick. But we still didn't close at the lows on the futures. And same with VIX, we didn't close at the high. It's still lower, lower lows and lower highs on the VIX and higher highs and higher lows on the NASDAQ. So... Yeah, my guess is we are chasing these open gaps. And once we hit those open gaps, well, we could go higher, we could go into consolidation, or we could hit that capitulation phase. And if Bitcoin is a leading indicator, which it has been, it shows, all right, Bitcoin reversed at that trend line really hard from 9,400 down to now 8,970. If that's a leading indicator to risk on assets like the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, then that's what we could see. And I'm not bringing up a chart of gold that's a bit boring at the moment, but um, yeah, if gold came down, but if that's a risk on asset, then a risk risk off asset, sorry, then we could see gold having a just a consolidation period before it starts going up again. So on the big macroeconomic level, um, I just think that macroeconomics right now is just going to, none of it's making sense. The charts just tell me we're chasing gaps and we could basically have, still have this mentality of our amount of work. The stock market had a correction. I am going to gamble on that and watch the stock market go to all time highs and make money as a trader. And that's what we've seen. We've, I've read somewhere we've seen more people are opening trading accounts than ever before. Same with Bitcoin exchanges. People are saying, oh, we've had more people open Bitcoin exchanges because they believe in Bitcoin. Not necessarily. They probably see it as a speculative asset. It had that huge run in 2017. I'm out of, I'm out of work. I'm stuck at home in front of a computer. I want to make some money. Let me trade Bitcoin. Doesn't necessarily mean they know about it. They believe in the fundamentals. They just see it as an opportunity to speculate and make some quick money. And that's where Bitcoin is following market herd. And we've had this issue as a business where, you know, when we first launched, we wanted to educate people about biz, about Bitcoin. They just wanted to know how to trade it. And there's still some of that there. We are seeing more and more people coming around saying, I want to understand Bitcoin, but the majority of people want to make a quick buck off of it. So that's where I think we are. Um, I think, yeah, my hypothesis we are chasing these gaps as soon as we hit these gaps i would be very surprised if we don't quickly reverse um and everyone's talking about the bitcoin halving halving we did a podcast on this i think it's priced in um i don't think many people understand it i don't people are open you know people are trading bitcoin definitely don't know sorry most likely don't know what the happening is or how it impacts bitcoin so yeah, so it's a very different environment to Bitcoin now than it was three years ago. The people that were trading Bitcoin three years ago knew what it was. It was, you know, very difficult to open an exchange, to get your fiat in there. You had to know what you were doing. Whereas now it's a lot easier for Americans, especially, to trade it. 
um, with access to it through Robinhood, but it doesn't mean that they know what Bitcoin is um, and the sound money that it is. So that's it. It is a short wrap up of the markets this week. It's just I was going around looking at all these different charts and there are some playing out, but it's just too soon for me to even show any interest in them. Um, yeah, so just to cover myself, I actually do have a long position in the NASDAQ, which goes against my every fiber in my body. But that's what the chart's telling me. And I'm going to close it as it hits that gap. You know, even though I called that 9,300 short-term top in Bitcoin, I didn't trade it. Um, with Bitcoin, I find it's a lot less stressful if you just buy and hold for long-term and you don't trade it. So yeah, just a quick wrap-up of the markets. There's only three charts that I'm looking at. Um, but yeah, next week we'll, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I'm just interested to see how long it takes for these gaps to fill. It might not happen in this move, but they do happen. So thanks for paying attention, everyone, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.